Hey, it's the Oral Marriage Podcast, and today we have a super cool episode for you, and that's because we got a lot of emails when we talked about a couple episodes ago about cheating, betrayal, and what we think of or what we consider one of the rules that we would have in our marriage. We're going to talk about why peace is so important in the home. Stop trying to lead and make decisions all the time. You should not be proud if you raised your voice and screamed at them. No matter what. No matter what. I'm Cass. I'm Catherine. Why am I allowing him to do this in front of our children? Why am I allowing this to happen at all? You don't get to say whatever you want to a man and push him to the point where he snaps. I might have been a really bad man the other day, but today I went out of my way to be a good man and she thanked me for it. Is that you always want to act in the direction you want to go. So. He is just a paycheck. What about his needs? We're moral marriage. Let's flip divorce statistics with the new marriage. And we didn't break it down specifically like that, uh, but that got me thinking, you know, in our programs, we teach a lot of different ways of thinking. We teach what we would say is uh, against the grain of society. The examples you've been shown from whether it's your parents, the television, the books you read, the social media for sure, reality TV for damn sure. Okay. And we have created our own set of rules. Now, when I say set of rules, it's not like you follow rule one, two, three, four. Okay. Okay. I know that in my program, I specifically give a list of rules that men should consider. And I know a lot of people will disagree with them. And I don't really give a fuck. And I'll tell you why. Here's the thing. You may or may not agree with some of these things. And I'm not going to list the whole list. I'm just, we're just going to, Catherine, didn't even know what we're talking about. We're just going to go random here. Okay. I'm just going to throw off ideas and let's see where this goes. You may disagree or agree. But what I want you to think of as you go through it is, do I have a chance of screwing up my marriage if I follow one of the new rules for the new marriage like Cass and Catherine? Or is it possible that I will continue to do what everybody else does and get a divorce because I don't want to try something totally different out of the box, even if it seems like I should have thought of that before? Okay, so let's play a little game. Let's find out like where people are at. Okay, so let's use the cheating one we talked about. Okay, we talked about looking at other people and looking away. The reason why this is important, you might want to fight this. You might want to say, what? We're all human. It's okay. I can look at, I'm not acting on it. It's not true lust. Listen, if I'm wrong, you won't. You won't screw anything up in your relationship. But if I'm right, you might make your wife insecure the way you elevated that other chick. And now you have a fight that you don't know how to respond and get out of. Now you have triggers and trauma from all your bullshit in your own relationship, plus each of your past relationships. But if I'm right, none of that would have actually fucking happened. If you just take your eyes, look to your wife and go, fuck, you're hot. It's a rule. Look away from somebody you find attractive. Just do it. Just do it. Okay. I like that because if we're wrong, there's no harm in looking away. But if we're right and there is harm in looking, then what do you have to lose? Like the only thing that can happen for sure is that you will not create. Well, you have the best chance of not creating insecurity or a fight or a battle or something that you don't need to get over. Or going down the okay? road, to road to actual betrayal. That, Just that, You can't walk you through go. a door that's closed. That, that's what a great way to put it, baby. Fuck, you're smart. All right. So <laughs> let's look at another one. This one gets under people's skin like a mother. Mm. Okay. We believe 
I say this, do not use wit as a weapon. Do not, do not. The way I want you to think about this, think about this is simple. Like so many people are gonna go, no, 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 no. That's who I am. It's my sense of humor. I like sarcasm. We like to tease each other. It's just what how our marriage is. That's right. Okay, same principle. If I'm wrong, okay, then you can have your fun and get through what? Using more sarcasm when you have another fight over something that hurt your partner because you just thought it was funny, but they had a bad day. Listen, Gretzky said it. I'm not a hockey fan, as you know, or you should know, but I don't know if I ever talked about it. I'm not a hockey fan. Anyway. No, they know. There we go. We lost thousands of followers. All right. <laughs> Here's the thing. Gretzky said something. He said, you miss 100% of the shots you don't take. Here's the thing. You, if you just flip that, if I don't take 100% of those shots, I, I miss them all. I miss them all. I can't possibly hurt my wife. Without taking a shot. If I don't take a shot. So do not. Do not use wit as a weapon. Use your wit for good. That's how I teach it. Use your wit for good. Make your partner laugh. That's what he means by that. That's right. He yeah. makes me laugh all the time. But I make him laugh more. What? I'm the yeah. funny one. No. Well, you know what? You are the funny one. I'm the funnier one. Oh, easy. She's, <laughs> she's wrong. You guys, okay, let us know. Send us, a, send us a message, DM, whatever. Let us know who the funny one is. Okay. Oh, well, come on. <laughs> they tell us, yeah. So this is the Okay. Uh, have you got one you want to go for? Rules? No, I, I, no, I don't. She, she's it's on the spot for her. Okay. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Okay, go. Um, how about take your partner's side when it comes to the kids? Ooh. And the okay. reason I said this one is because when, especially as a woman, when you give birth to your children, the way I describe it is you've just given birth to the new love of your life. You've already been your, with your partner for at least nine months. In those nine months, your partner has had the opportunity to hurt you. All of a sudden, you not all of a sudden. Hopefully, you knew your baby was coming, but some people don't. But <laughs> see, I'm making you laugh. I'm the funny one. Um, <laughs> he laughs more. <laughs> but your baby, you have your baby who is perfect and pure and has not hurt you. And now, all of a sudden, you fall in love with the new love of your life. As this child grows, yes, your child is going to push some buttons that you didn't even know were there. But you will have the natural inclination to defend your child against your partner when you disagree. Now, there are times when you have to defend your child if there's something dangerous that's happening. You, it's your responsibility to protect that child emotionally, physically, spiritually, everything. But if you don't, if, if there's not something dangerous happening, and again, I'm, emotional danger is is valid. If there's not something dangerous happening, you don't need to jump in and save your child from the interaction with her father. So a lot of people will disagree with me because they think that they need to get in there and protect their child at every moment. But really, they, the, your children, you might have a stronger relationship with your children than your partner does. He has a very strong relationship with our children, but our children, for the most part, still want mama more. They do. So it would be really easy too. for me. What's that? I do too. Oh. <laughs> See, you made yourself laugh that time. <laughs> and I made you laugh. See, funny one, guys. So far, she is winning, isn't she? <laughs> um, so it's going to be, your, you have this like amazing relationship. There's something really special between a mother and her children. There's also something special between a father and his children, too. But there's something really spectacular that's like God-given between a mother and the children. So when you come in and you think that you need to fight your children's battles, when it's not a real battle, what happens? You're triangulating the situation. Your husband feels left out. Your, your children also then don't see a unified front. They don't see that you're acting together. They can then triangulate you further and your children don't learn how to interact with the beautiful person that also gave birth to them in a different way. That's right. Yeah. 
So that's one of the rules. I think it's a hard rule because you you want to be there for your children, but your children have to learn how to navigate life and you need to show them what's really important because you, you want this relationship to be what they model themselves after as they get older. And you want this relationship to be healthy because if this relationship is healthy, that's the biggest gift you can give to them because then this, I'm pointing at my kids, <laughs> this relationship <laughs> is healthy. That's right. Uh, that changes the next one I was going to say. So I'm going to, I'm going to build on that. You should always come before your children. And by that, I mean you together. We. Okay. We. So God first, then us, then the little. I, I, I even say, you know, God, then yourself, then your like self care, things like that. Okay. Right. Then, but there's a real fine line between the self and us. And then. Like, <laughs> you are killing the laughing today. All right. And so the reason this is important is, is it's massive. You're keeping up with the Joneses more than likely. And your kids are in as many activities as possible from cheer to dance, to ice figure skating, hockey, whatever, football, soccer. Now they're doing drama. Now we got to fuck whatever, all the activities, whatever. You just need to stop. Your kids should be in swimming. Let's be realistic. They could die. Yeah, let your children like, do activities, yeah. but don't do it do as activity. a priority to overrule the date nights, for example. If you're taking yes. your kids five days a week to activities and you say you don't have time for a date night, there's a problem there. 100%. Yeah. So keep that, again, go back to how we've been looking at this today. Keep that in the game where it's like, well, he could be right and he could be wrong. Well, if I'm wrong, okay, then your kids will have the life that you want. They get to do all these wonderful things. But if I'm right, which I am, they're not going to see the legacy she was talking about, the example, the mirrored relationship she was talking about in her last rule. Mm -hmm. Okay, they're not. It's not possible. In fact, they're so busy, distracted, seeing everything else. Mm -hmm. They're not going to ever see it anyway. Not only that, but you don't have anything to model because you guys aren't together ever. And I don't care if you're all going to soccer together. Okay, like honestly. You still need not, to make time for a day night. That's right. And it, it is awesome if you can all go to soccer and you can do these things as a family. Go sure. to swimming, go to soccer, do to dance, whatever. But make sure that it doesn't take precedence over your relationship with your partner. Because mm -hmm. kids don't come first. That's right. Do we have time for one more rule? Let's do one more. Let's do a super easy one. Okay. Can I do it? Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. We might do two. Let's go. Let's see what happens. Oh, mine is the ending one though. Okay. I'm going to do mine. It's non-negotiable. I'm going to do mine because it still comes up okay, all the time. Ahead. Can we do it? Do yours. Right. And I'm going to do mine. After I'm going to wrap a few things into one little ball here. You've heard me talk about things like manners. You've heard me talk about things like, um, you know, not farting. Honestly, I get it. You get comfortable and it's okay. My partner just knows. Everybody smells, you know, cleanliness. We've talked about this stuff lots in some of the different episodes. I just want to wrap this into don't be fucking gross. Like, honestly, if you're most people, okay, if you're one of these people, most people like, a, a scent, a certain scent, you know, perfume, lotion, candles, essential oils, whatever. I don't care. Girl, boy, I don't care. I'm just looking at it simply like it's a pleasant aroma. Okay. So be polite, be respectful, clean yourself, get, get rid of the, the garbage it's smell off your body. Stop farting in front of your spouse. Stop. Dutch ovens are hilarious. I'd tie that into the wit one, but you know, like that's gross. It's just stupid. It's just stupid. You know, if you want to be closer, don't put grossness in between you. You might as well just go to a campground, find an outhouse, go in there together and have a conversation, hopefully not breathing in too much poop. Gross. Just gross. On just that, stop it. On that same note for women, I tell women, if you wear makeup to work, if you wear makeup for everybody else, then wear makeup for your husband. Yes, you can relax at home. There will be days that you don't, you want to, you know, you want to stay in your sweats, your pajamas. You don't want to put makeup on. You want to don't want to do your hair. You want to take a break, but you shouldn't be looking better 
for other people than you do for your spouse. So that comes the cool. hygiene thing. The Good hygiene one. thing is the same. Now I have one more, okay, go. and then we're gonna end it, and we're gonna end it fast because it's non. <laughs> yeah, there's hundreds. We're gonna end yeah. it fast because it's non-negotiable. But if your wife wants chickens, you get chickens. See you guys later. <laughs> <laughs> Turn it off. See you guys. <laughs>